The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. Our guest this week is a New York-based pop, EDM, and soul artist who has been described by the Huffington Post as having, quote, a set of pipes that soar to the forefront. Her latest single, What I Want, Dat Body, is available now, and you can find out more about her music by visiting www.lachimusic.com. Ladies and gentlemen, happy to have Lachi on the Break the Business podcast. How you doing? Hey Ryan, thank oh, you for having me. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I've been I've been listening to this song and I've just been so stoked for this interview. I'm I'm almost bummed that it's happening so late in the day just because I had to wait for so long. But uh, so good to talk uh, to you. That's so sweet, it's so nice. <laughs> I, I say one of the things I do enjoy the most about your music is. Um, I mean, I love your voice, I mean, both with just terms of how good it is, but like just that it's distinctive. I don't hear a lot of other voices in the genre that sound like yours. And you've credited your distinct voice with being the product of your diverse upbringing. You come from a first-generation Nigerian family, and you once said in a magazine article that you, and I'm quoting here, grew up in the blackest parts of Philly, the whitest parts of upstate New York, and then southern Beldit, North Carolina for a while. How did that upbringing shape your art? It must be quite a story. Yes, you did quote that. I did say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we did. We moved around a lot. And um, it's funny because someone just yesterday told me that I don't have an accent. And I was like, well, you can't really have an accent when you've lived everywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, But yeah, because of that, I was definitely heavily influenced by a lot of different genres. So when we were living in upstate New York, and quite frankly, there weren't too many hip hop and urban stations to choose from. So I was really into people like No Doubt, Smashing Pumpkins, and uh, Sublime, things like that. Then we moved to West Philly, and then there weren't really many sort of... Uh, alternative or rock stations to tap into. And so I started really, I actually got like super obsessed with like Lauren Hill. I got into Alicia Keys and, and then in the, in the South is when I started really listening to some deep, dirty hip hop. And it's funny because I don't really do hip hop. I also don't do alternative rock, but those really do shape sort of the, the vocals that I do in the more pop and EDM music that I create. Yeah. Well, the vocals. I get, I get little vibes of all those things in your music in kind of a cool way. And I'm just thinking your, your Spotify history must just be a complete delightful mess. (laughs) If somebody, you know how, when you take somebody's iPod or whatever to kind of figure out who they are and you can kind of tell from their playlist, what kind of person they are, you cannot really do that with my playlist. If anything, you would just think I'm spastic or ADD or whatever, <laughs> because I'm just, I'll listen to anything that has a nice melody and some deep meaning. Anything that moves me, um, I'll listen to and put on repeat to the point 
where it infuses into my soul and I'm pretty much tired of it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of stuff that's moved you, we're going to play a game here. All right. You can only pick one answer. I don't want want any waffling from you on this. What was the coolest experience for you? Writing with Snoop Dogg, opening for Patti LaBelle, or opening for Questlove? You know what? To be 100,000% honest, I would have to say opening for Questlove. Ooh. And yeah, well, A, because it was in it was in the Brooklyn Academy of Music, which is a, such an amazing venue. Anytime you go to New York, if you ever find yourself in Brooklyn, definitely check out Brooklyn Academy of Music. It's so much fun, and there's always great talent there. But it was great because Questlove was actually DJing after my set. And um, I was so, because I'm like a huge fan of Questlove's, and I was so excited that he was there, that while he was DJing, I just go up to him and I'm like, hey, that was, you know, it's so cool to meet you. Like, what's going on? And blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm DJing. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, 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 cool, cool. (laughs) But it was, it was, um, it was like just a great night. Um, opening for Patti LaBelle was also fun, but it was such a high, uh, what do I want to call it? Like a, such a high caliber gig that it was very, you know, everybody's kind of, you're charted in, you're charted out. You're, you know what I mean? It was such a high caliber gig that I didn't really get to feel like such a, like a warm, fuzzy vibe, like at Brooklyn Academy of Music. Um, but it was definitely an honor to open for obviously a ridiculous great like Patti LaBelle. So what you're saying is you, and, did, you didn't have the opportunity at the time to approach Patti LaBelle and have her tell you, hey, I'm working. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if that happened, boy, I would have been so excited, even if she was like, get out of my dressing room or like, <laughs> like chased me out of her freaking van. That, that would have been the best night of my life. <laughs> Oh my no. god! Um, I'm 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 just seeing the image in my head of like Patty Labelle chasing you around. Too. That's the problem with me. That like I would do that. <laughs> oh my god! You are you are the queen of first impressions uh, amongst these yeah, people that you come across. I try, I try because <laughs> it's good or bad. At least you remember, right? <laughs> True enough. Just you know, just be memorable no matter what. Exactly. Um, I, I got to tell you when I. You know, everything about you is just really inspiring to me. Like, I, I love listening to your music. It's it's eclectic. You have a great voice, and that's awesome. And for me, I'm also I'm also a fan of stories. I mean, maybe because it's I've been interviewing artists on this podcast for several years now. I love hearing about great inspirational stories of artists, and you know, yours is right up there, Lachi. I, I was amazed to find out. Uh, in the course of learning about you, that you've been legally blind since birth. Can you reflect on how that affects your day-to-day journey as a singer and a songwriter? You know, the interesting thing about it is that because I was born with it, it, I don't know how I would have been different if I wasn't. So so it's, it's such a part of my life that it's not something I don't really recognize the setbacks because I don't know what I'm missing. I no guess basis is of a comparison. Way. I have no basis of comparison. I mean, I can <laughs> like, I always throw out the, you know, every once in a while there's an issue with, you know, travel or something like that. Just the very obvious things like, you know, instead of being able to drive to a gig or something, I would have to Uber. Things might get a little expensive, especially if I'm in a different city or, you know, things like that. 
but other than that, I, oh, and another thing, it did take me a little longer to kind of grow some confidence and grow into my skin and stuff like that. But once I did, um, you know, I've been using, um, all of my differences as strengths as much as I can. Um, so I can't really say too many, um, setbacks have happened because of it, but I, what I, what, what I will say is that growing up sort of a little different, it's made me kind of focus a lot on my art while I was growing up. So I would spend a lot of time kind of in a little corner, either drawing, writing, uh, writing music, writing songs. And um, that sort of cultivated into sort of a dream to do this. And so I, I guess I really do have, have my visual impairment to thank for inspiring me to chase my dreams. Well, that, that part of it is intriguing to me too, because I mean, I, I figured, you know, whether it affected your day to day, it could certainly, it's, it's had to have influenced your art, Be, you know, maybe yeah. not because you don't have a basis of comparison. I mean, to give you an, an idea of a similar you know, thing that we've encountered, we actually had a guest on this show a couple years ago named Mandy Harvey, um, who oh. is uh, a deaf uh, singer songwriter. And okay. in her case, she was somebody who actually lost her hearing at about the age of 18. And, okay. you know, w- while she was in college studying music and then, so she, she sort of knew both sides of that bridge and it, you know, it really affected her life and her art. But even in your case where it's something that's happened since birth, you know, you speak of these experiences you've had and how it's sort of brought your art more inward, I guess, and caused you to have maybe a closer relationship with your art than maybe you otherwise would have. Right. Yeah, it really has. And it's, I mean, it has been my art that has kind of given me my confidence, um, mainly because I've, you know, I'd always been so afraid to sort of approach people. I don't know how people see me. And that's one thing that um, has been very true and apparent for me all the time. I don't know how people see me because I can't see that well. So I don't know how people are perceiving me. And because of that, that has had always sort of been a barrier for me just expressing myself. And um, so I've just always been able to express myself without fear through music. So I guess it kind of goes hand in hand, like my impairment sort of inspires my music and actually my music inspires me to be more confident. Well, and that um, confidence really shows in the art that you create. You know, I could, you know, you, you can sort of see here pulsating through every note, and particularly in, in your latest <laughs> single, man, oozing with confidence. Uh, you know what? Right. What I want, dat body. Um, I, I was reading here that you were inspired to write this song because of the many women who've ran for political office this year. Is that right? I mean, it was just insane the wave, mm-hmm. and it's been, it's just been onward and onward and onward. I mean, even if we look at some of these people that are running for president right now that are throwing their hats in the ring for president, many of them are female. And it's just really inspiring for me as sort of a woman growing in this age. And so I thought to myself, listen, we need to, you know, objectifying women has just always been sort of what it was. And I'm thinking to myself, like when I, when I go into a bar and sit down and see a couple of hot guys, I think like, Hey, I, I objectify them with, you know, while I'm checking them out 
And I really think that perspective needs to be out in the forefront. And uh, that's a little bit about what this song is. is There's so many strong women out there right now. And that voice, it has been sort of looked at as sort of an itch bay. And these days it's not anymore. It's actually finally getting its due as seen as a confident, strong woman. And I was, I'm really excited to kind of, I don't know, encompass that in a song. Well, the song certainly has no shortage of that kind of confidence. It's <laughs> it's a jam, man. All right. Like no more, no more uh, talk and uh, preview here. Let's, let's play this song. This is what I want dad body from our artist Lachi here on the break the business podcast. came closer You're busy eyeing a rum and cola But I'm the one that's thirsty on the low I'ma be the worst one and I know you know oh, oh, oh. I need you to observe me I need you, I want you, confront you right here on display I'm a taker, what's it take for you to look my way I came all this way That song's available now. That is What I Want, Dad Body, from our guest Lachi here on the Break the Business Podcast. Lachi, thank you so much for letting us play that. Woo! 
Oh, yeah, for sure. And I want to give a big shout out to Julian Javon. He was the producer on that from out in Denmark. Julian! So check him out too, Julian Javon. That's so cool. I I love... I've been hearing that more and more from guests where, you know, artists are collaborating more and more with folks internationally. Yeah. Um, so is that something where you, you know, where it was sort of like you were working with him remotely? Did he actually come to you? Did you come to him? What was that process like? The process is, well, in sort of the dance and EDM and trance and, you know, all of the sort of producer heavy, uh, type genres, a lot of the times, it's, I don't know, a lot of the times it is an international collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, and their label came to us. Uh, he was, he's based out in Denmark. So his label came to us and uh, we worked it out and we did it all remotely. Now things aren't always remote, but it's, it is very common to have um, international collaborations in, within these genres. In fact, just all uh, the last like four releases I've done, have been with artists from Europe. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, Our guest last week, James Lee Baker was actually talking about how he put out an album last year in which every session musician and the producer were all located in different States and countries from him. And it was sort of like this patchwork project. And that was, and that was more of an acoustic project as opposed to EDM. And he was able to do that with today's technology. Really, really cool. You know, we're in a very global time. It's there's, you know, we, we get news of every country we get, like, it's so easy to know what's going on in the entire world. It's so easy to connect with people these days. And it's a beautiful thing, especially, you know, being able to open up our boxes and let in all sorts of different experiences into one song. Um, I think it's a great thing. It's so, so great. And it's definitely something we celebrate here on the Break the Business podcast, how technology mm-hmm. can level the playing field for indie artists. Uh, Lachi, yeah. we've really loved having you on this week. So, so inspiring, both with your music and your story. Before we let you go, one last question. Do you have any last tips to share with the indie artist listeners out there to help them move their careers forward? Uh, you know, it's so funny. I heard uh, another artist saying this. And it inspired me, and I really wish I could um, remember who the artist was. It was a while ago. But, you know, be uncomfortable. Be okay with being uncomfortable. If you're comfortable, make yourself uncomfortable. Get out and do something that makes you uncomfortable. If somebody says, if you're afraid to hear a negative critique about your song, this isn't for you. If you're, if, if for whatever reason you put out a picture and you're so afraid that people may not like it or people may not this or that, this may not be for you. Be uncomfortable, crave the negative remarks, because if somebody writes on your Instagram or writes on your Twitter or writes on your SoundCloud that they don't like your song, guess what? That means they listened. That means they're giving you interaction. So get uncomfortable, get out there. It's not just about your mom and your sister getting your album. It's about people that you don't know, either loving you or hating you. So get uncomfortable, get yourself out there. And that's when you know you're really making something happen. Woo, I love it. I got chills. So good. <laughs> uh, check her out at lachimusic.com. That's L-A-C-H-I music.com. 
This has been such a treat. Again, Lachi, thank you so much for being on this week. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. And thank you all for listening to the Break the Business podcast.